And it's time for another show. Another absolutely amazing show. The one, the only show that gives you what you need. Gives you what you want. I feel like this is a long, drawn-out intro for no reason. Welcome, y'all, to Moments of Mika with Rick and this person who's doing all of this extra. Because I feel extra today. Because I feel like this episode is well needed. And you know what this show makes me want to do? Okay, right. wait, let me do it one more time for the people in the back. Check this out. Okay. I'm going to buy this domain and shut it down. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. If you don't like the soundboard, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I know you like it. You got to like it. Because <laughs> guess what? Now, I'll tell you what. I like you. And I want you. We're not doing this. Now we can do this the easy way. We, we, we can do this the easy way if you want this to, we can do this the hard all. way. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, you know, last week we took it there. We took it all the way there. Really yeah, it deep. got pretty serious. Yes, and there's definitely a part two coming because I still have a lot more questions. Like, let's talk about the rapture that we've been talking about for like the last couple of, well, the last few years, the last few well, decades. I feel like part two, uh definitely want to work harder to... Uh, reach out to some of my Muslim brothers and see if I can find uh, somebody who is level-headed to sit down mm-hmm. without, you know, knives and switchblades coming out. I'm and... telling you, because it's going to get there, because I got some questions. Cause you, remember when we came into 2000, we thought it was Y2K, you know, everything's going to end type thing? No, I wasn't concerned myself with that. Man, what? I was told you got to put your um, put some water in your bathtub. You know, before, you know, Y2K What kind of coat was you involved in? Let me tell you, you be prepared for everything (laughs) at all points of life. Like, you just got to be prepared. Why are you putting the water in the bathtub? I don't know, but you're going to need it. You never know why. You know what you do after you get the water in there? Then you go dry yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Sound like some coat mentality there. No, I ain't hear that one. I heard get bottles of water. Well, that's why we're going to talk about conspiracy theories, too. Because, you know, it was the reason behind everything. We should talk about it. Like, they spray in the air with that stuff to get the ozone layer back to where it was or something like that. We'll get into yeah, all that. Yeah, I heard about that. Um, but I know they used to spray, well, uh, when I was in boot camp uh, in a certain place for a certain branch of the military. Uh, they did go around and they sprayed uh, the whole island that we were on. And... Uh, we didn't see any more uh, bugs anymore. No more sand fleas. Those were gone. Hmm. Can't say that I disagree with it. Just wanted to know what the spray did to me as well if it killed all of the bugs across the island. Oh, yeah. It definitely killed something in you. But you know what? We're not even here to talk about Say what? Huh? <laughs> say what? That was, <laughs> see that how, was, like, that was a little silent that. shot. So how was you? You know, Rick, we never even talked about, like, really Easter last week. Like, we knew Easter was coming, but we didn't talk about what happened overseas during Holy Week with the... Notre Dame Church. We didn't talk about none of that. Oh yeah, it burned down. Like yeah, it's it, it, crazy. A heavily fire. Now, did it go completely up? Like uh, did they have to tear the rest no, down? No, because I know they it, were fighting it like yeah. all day. Well, they got a lot of the merchandise inside. You know, some of the artifacts. They did get some of those out, but it did do a lot of damage. But mm. it's still standing. Countless but there pieces is of art. Millions and millions of dollars that's going to have to go into this to get it built back up to where it was. Because no one can really go in it right now. So I'm really upset. Well, that insurance adjuster is definitely (laughs) Here's the thing. I need for people to stop doing stuff like this to stop happening. I need to start traveling first because I need to go to places like this because, like, I really wanted to go there. So, I mean, 
I was really upset when it happened because I was like, that was on my bucket list. You know, I got a whole list of stuff here. All right, so forget the bucket list. We go ahead and start making some of these locations, uh, places where we record. So, you know, we could write those off later, too. Yeah, I'm going to need to write those off because, you know, I need my coins. (laughs) But uh, how was your week? Uh, my week was actually pretty good. I actually had this one thing that I'm battling with. I wouldn't mind if a couple people hit me up on uh, Facebook about this as well. Because I feel that someone is being bullied at work. And they're actually going to leave the job because of the treatment. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm battling with should I bring it up to HR. Because mm-hmm. once you bring it up to HR, HR is forced to talk to them. And, I mean, it could remain confidential or whatnot. But... I'm just trying to decide, do I want to actually uh, be the one to force them into the conversation if they already said they don't want to have it? Right, right. You shouldn't have to, I mean, you shouldn't force, but at the same time, it could also help another person that's possibly going through the same thing, and you never know until you speak up. So, I mean, I'd say go for it. Whatever floats your boat, keep your boat afloat, Rick. So if you think that's what's going to keep the boat afloat for other people around you, I say (laughs) I say do it. You like that advice I gave you? Yeah, I, like that. I hear you. You know, I'm but, just giving um, it out because you know I need that advice myself. She did put in her two weeks notice, so I'm um, I'm just mowing it over mm-hmm. because uh, I've seen several people go through things like this on their job, and like if they don't have the confidence to speak up, um, is it right to force them into a position where now they have to talk about something they didn't want to talk about? Right. You know what? And that brings me to this. You know, this week our show. Um, we're talking about, you know, sexuality preferences. And we're talking I about, that. Yeah, I like right how you it. did that because that got me back into my conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had a couple guests set up for the show and it brings you to this. It brings us back to the same thing that you were saying. Like, you don't want to force someone to do something right. that they're not fully 100 percent comfortable with. Like they know what's going on, but they don't want to speak out on it yet. So right. I faced the same thing when it came to the show this week. So I had to respect, you know, someone else's wishes like, you know, at first, I felt like I wanted to do the show, but I don't want to do the show no more. So, you know, I can totally 100% agree with it. And I say that, you know, if it's going to be something that this other person has to get involved in and they really don't want to do it, uh, I would juggle it out, you know, kind of weigh out the pros and cons of the situation, how it could go. Because you could, you know, speak up and this person can be like, mm, no, that's not true because they don't want to talk about it. Right. So... It could go that way. But people, I want to get you ready for this conversation. So we have an interview that we're getting ready to play to you guys. It's for my cousin Quincy. He's all the way down in Atlanta. And he agreed to have a conversation with us this week. And I was so excited about it. Um, so I wanted to talk about the sexual preference of a person. Whether you're straight, whether you're gay, you know, whether you're transgender, whatever it is. We have to start to learn how to learn each other and get along with each other. Right. And I think that's something big that needs to happen not only like you know in the home but also in the church in the workplace you know it's being more accepted you know in society you know they have rules and stuff you can't treat a person this way based off of their gender or based off their sex of you know who they love but we really need to get that in our hearts taking a step further because you know the whole civil rights movement was to say hey you can't treat people like this because of their race uh their gender or their beliefs. Right. Um, now with the new, uh, or now with the major push in the LGBTQ uh, movement, there's been uh, 
sexuality added to it, mm-hmm. and they have made like monumental uh, leaps and bounds with their movement. Mm-hmm. So uh, big up for that. Uh, my personal feeling on it is, hey, you are who you are. Mm-hmm. It's none of my business of what you choose to do with your life. Mm-hmm. So why is it my place to form an opinion about it? Because some people don't like seeing it. Some people don't like to see two men kissing in public. Mm-hmm. Some people not if it's two women they'd be like you know what yeah kiss her you know take off her bra if you want that type of thing but you know it's more acceptable if it's women don't look. when it's men it's like Ugh, they got to do this out don't here look. it's got to be on TV type thing you know hey, so change the channel don't look it's the the thing is something appeals to somebody and if it don't appeal to you right. then I mean you're wasting unnecessary energy forming an opinion about something that you saying that you don't like. Right. That's like eating black jelly beans. If you don't like black jelly beans, stop buying them. Right. 100% true. I mean, I guess one thing that I was always taught, I mean, most of us don't even listen to what we're taught, but one thing I was taught is if you ain't got nothing nice to say, guess what? Don't say anything at all. But I think when it comes to sexuality, um, people have a lot to say. And even when it's not nice, you know, it turns into hate really fast. And I've seen a lot of bashing. And um, a lot of, I would say, different disrespectful things that's happened right. in the gay community. So I feel like it's something to address. Let's talk to this community. Like, let's get down to the nitty-gritty about it. Like, a lot of people ask questions about, can a person be born gay? You know, and that's something that I really want to get down to. I want to talk about it. Do a person feel like they can be born um, with born in the wrong body? Can you be a woman and really think that you're a man? And that, you know, be really what it is? So... Let's jump into his interview. I think it's great. Um, he did an interview Absolutely. over the phones because he is in Atlanta and we are in Michigan. It was so, a dope interview also. Yeah, it was a dope interview. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview. And we'll hit you up right after this. For question number one that I have here that I would like to ask is, um, how do you identify your sexuality? I am a gay male. Okay, now... Um, what terms do you think is okay for people to describe, like, your sexuality? I really don't think, I really don't think like that. Mm -hmm. I just think that people should respect people for who they are. My sexuality really is not, it's it's not all of me, it's just a part of me. Right. Right. So, um, when someone approaches me or defines me as who I am, I'm going to be. That's it. Mm, okay. Okay. Now the next question I have, or do you want to go to the next question, Rick? All right. So when or uh, how did you know uh, what your sexuality was? Just as naturally as you knew what yours was. As a child, grown man, whatever, I knew when I looked at what I looked at, what I was attracted to. Okay. I feel just as normal as you would looking, well, I don't know your sexuality, but say if you like women, it's the same, it would be the same way. It's no different. Hmm. All right. Okay. And then how did you approach, uh, how did you approach coming out and uh, how did your family take it? Um, my family's kind of different. I mean, I mean, I had a little bit of backlash, so my family's very loving. Like and like my cousins and them are like my brothers and sisters because we were all around the same age. My brothers and sisters are much older than me, 
And also my mother was very protective, so I didn't have a problem with her, and I didn't have a problem with my father either. So, and I'm kind of one of those people, I'm kind of strong-minded, strong-willed, not a weak person. Right. So it's either you love me for who I am or you don't have to be in my life. So I really didn't That's have it. any issues with my family with it. Okay. Okay. Um, what about the church? And I wouldn't have cared if I had. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, when you came out, what do you? How do you think the church world actually accepts you? Like, with your sexuality? Um. Well, you know, I you know I grew up in the church, Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, I would stand up in the middle of the church, and I've done this before. In in Bishop um in Bishop Johnson's church, I said, you know, I hear a lot of people. We go into the Bible and we speak about gay people, sing songs about them, and how they go to hell and stuff. I said, but then the men of God turn around and they don't bring them closer to them because the whole point of Jesus, his whole point is that we love each other. Right. Everybody is is full of sin. Right. You know, the same people sin every day. Same people, Christians sin every day. Right. Um, I believe that's why Jesus died for us because he knew there were sins that we could not change. If there were, if I could change the sins in me, it would have been no reason for him to die. Right. right. It, he, he, we, you know, when we think that we're changing things and not letting him change things, we put him back up on the cross every time, I believe. Okay. Right. His, his death is in vain. Right. Because we're believing that we can change something. Right. Right. Well, I guess that answers, I guess, one of the questions I had, because I was going to ask, how did you think that the Bible viewed your sexuality? But I think you kind of answered that um, with that one also. Yeah. Uh, also uh, answered the question. If, if you read the Bible right, it tells you why Jesus died for our sins. He knew that man could not do it themselves. Hmm. Okay. Um, now, if you had a chance to um, talk to someone... God's true light. God's true light. You know light. what I mean? I feel you. Now, um, if we could, if we could have, he wouldn't have, he wouldn't have climbed up on, well, got put on the cross. Right. Right. Um, now if you had the chance to talk to someone that was afraid to tell people about their sexuality or afraid to come out, um, what would you tell them? I would tell them, don't be afraid. Cause I mean, even if, even if God does come down and chase me, which if he does, it's his will, and that means my total heart going to be changed. Perfect fine, as long as it's in his will. I would tell them to be themselves. It's hard to harbor secrets. It's hard to truly even love someone, even your family, right. if you are not made able to be yourself around people. It will stunt everything in your life. Secrets are hard and horrible to keep, right. especially when it affects you mentally. Suicide in gay community is very high. All that because people are afraid. Uh, contracting AIDS, HIV through our heterosexual women, through bisexual men, or men that are truly gay but still mess with women just because they want to hide who they are. Okay. Right. Um, I think one thing with me, because I know I, I have a few friends, and it's a term that... I necessarily don't agree with, but I hear it being said, so I want to see how you feel about it. So sometimes um, when some guys that are gay, they use other terms for other guys that are more flamboyant. They use the word fag. 
How do you feel about that? Like, I see, like, you know, in the LGBT community, they use that word for other guys that are more feminine. But I just don't, I don't know. Well, <laughs> I am guilty of that myself, of using that word. <laughs> but that is just, that is just like, um, that is just like you walking up and saying the word nigga. And, but you hear a white person say it. You'll be like, no, you can't say that. Right. Like, okay. Coming out of like coming out of your mouth, I wouldn't like it. Right. Because you're not in my community. Exactly. Okay. Perfect example. It would be the same way. Mm, okay. I never looked at. Yeah, I was wondering. That's exactly up. what I thought. When okay. I'm like, That's just like somebody else walking up and saying nigga. Right. Okay. So what about? Um, how do you feel about the physical transformations that some people do in the LGBT community? Do you feel like? Sometimes it's them taking it too far, or are you okay with it? I feel like this. Me, myself, I've never desired to be a woman. I've dressed up on Halloween. I, myself, I'm going to love them for who they are. You know why? Because mm-hmm. I don't understand what they're going through. Right. Okay. I don't understand it at all. So, therefore, I can't judge or say anything about something I don't understand. Right. That makes sense. Now, how do you feel about uh, full disclosure? Um, because I, I hear a lot about uh, people who do go forward with the surgery or whatnot, but they feel at that point they don't need to disclose to who they're dealing with that this is what uh, they've done. They're living a lie still. Mm-hmm. Simple. It's a lie is a lie. <laughs> right, simple. Right. Right. If okay. you tell it or not. <laughs> A lie that's not told is still a lie. A truth that is not told, I mean, is still a lie. Makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I think that was almost about every question that I I have right now. I think one question I think we already hit on, like the religious thing. Um, But I guess this is one question I know a lot of people, I hear this a lot in church. Um, But do you think that a person can be a, a homosexual and still go to heaven? Yes. Okay. Like I said, why did Jesus die on the cross? He knew men, man could not change their sin, so he died for our sin. It's only an oxymoron that would believe that if we could change ourselves, that man wouldn't have to die. Am I right? That's right. true. That's that's 100% true. So I'm a, I'm a black and white person, especially when you're reading black and white. Don't take the black and white and change it into what you need. That's how people use the Bible to control people. Mm. Instead of people yes. reading it for themselves, the words are literal. They're right there in your face. Mm. Okay, yeah. And everybody's still and everybody's still living in the Old Testament before Jesus died. Come out of the Old Testament because we are living in the end days in the New Testament right now. Mm-hmm. Right. I believe that 100%. And these are conversations that I have with Jesus and God myself. Show me if I'm wrong, Lord. (laughs) It ain't came yet. Jesus still told me, no, Quincy, I died for your sins. I just need you to love people and be the best person you can. And anything that needs to be changed in you, put your heart and your soul in my hand because I know your heart and I will change it. I got tired of worrying about something I couldn't change. And trust me, I worried about it for years. And it didn't go away. Even if I stopped sleeping with me, and guess what? That's what I'm going to still desire. Right. Exactly. 
Exactly. So what does that make any difference? If I'm still looking over there at him and, and lusting, like, Jesus, I ain't had sex in a long time, and look at him, but I ain't having sex. They said, I'm going to hell if I do. I'm going to hell anyway because I'm looking at him. Right, right. lusting for yeah. yeah. Definitely. 100%. That's very true. So that's that's another oxymoron thing to me. Hmm. I think that you answered like my entire list of questions because I was, Definitely. I just jotted down everything and I think you answered. I, I like the answers. I like this for the yeah, show. I think Absolutely. If we, keep, if we keep worrying about the bad parts of us, right? We don't get better. Right. There's always gonna be something bad about you. You're never gonna leave here without something bad in you because you was born in sin. Right. And, and you're think- gonna die in it. That's why Jesus died for our sin. Because we are not perfect. We are human. I would be perfect. I would be perfect if I could just change myself and do all this and become as so-called saved people are or whatever. But they're going around doing a lot of things under the dirt, under right. the dark, Absolutely. everything. And they're only doing it for the people. And I don't have nothing from a human being that I can't have from God. What's the purpose? Right. Exactly. That's true. I need to make a hoodie that say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna steal that idea. <laughs> yeah. What would be the purpose? Well, I think that you've answered everything for us. I appreciate Absolutely. it. You guys know, like when we take these breaks, we still talk and we laugh and stuff. And you know, I've learned a lot about Rick. You know, just working on the show and working on the cold line. I learned nothing about me. I'm telling you, she's a steel vault. But still, let's not right. let's not change right. the subject. Y'all know here. what I know. See, Rick like creepy stuff, right? So it's this song that Rick be playing sometimes. Now you guys probably heard the song, but you won't know that you heard the song because you probably heard it on a scary movie. But Rick just likes to play the song because he just thinks the song is so catchy. Go ahead and, and play it the sticks song. in everybody's head because it's creepy. Look, play the song. Listen to this song, y'all. He's gonna start it over. I'm gonna narrate it. Narrate it. So usually when you hear a song like this, it's someone that's inside of a room and they're looking for someone in the house. They're looking for the killer. The house is perfectly quiet and next thing you know, this song starts playing and you know the killer is getting ready to start walking up. Like a, a player on the side of the room start playing this song. Come on now, Rick. This is the most creepiest song ever. It is a dope song. This is the most creepiest song it. ever. And or you, know you can see like, there'd be that family standing there and they'd be waving there to you. No, well, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see then, that. Then they butcher you. Yeah, I don't see that. <laughs> you know the type of music I like to listen to? This is what I like to hear. This is what it's... Really? Yeah. This is better. This is... <laughs> so the soul dope without one. It is dope, but you know what? I just feel like we'll do so much awesomer. You like that word that's, I just made? Awesomer? Okay, I think I already posted this one and I think people already know, but why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? Why? Rick, you want to answer that? I don't know. Never heard Because of it. it's pointless. <laughs> I don't feel like... Okay, I like I t- that one. See, I'm telling you, these jokes be they be lit. <laughs> no. So 
Mm-hmm. Make sure you got an app for this. Like, huh? I do. This? I, I check it every day. I'm like, which corny joke are we going with today? Like, the everything. I got one for Santa. But I'm going to wait until Christmas time to bust that on y'all. So if y'all listen to the show, y'all really going to like the one in December. Because that corny joke, that's the one. Ooh. I've been waiting to post this one, but I can't post it yet. So Ooh. make sure you keep up with the Facebook, the Instagram, the Snapchat, the website, clothing line. You see all that? Wow. Keep it, Keep up with all of it. Because we're moving forward. Go ahead, one to one. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to do it on a real quiet because we're in this fancy tea place and I don't want to be too loud in here, you know. But it's this, mellow. Yeah, it's real mellow in here. Get to watch the people. Yeah. But this has been a great moment with Mika and we're still at the African American Festival and it's been an awesome success. Absolutely. Yeah. So I am out. I'm being classy right now. Hold on, guys. I'm being classy and holding no, my... No, she's being super mellow with the tea. That's what I'm doing. being That's very classy. So, you guys, make sure you stay tuned for next week as we dish out more tea. Oh, you like that? We're not doing puns. No, we're doing puns. puns. We're do- uh, all right. Peace out, y'all. Peace.